Hi, and welcome to the podcast with Podcast My Business at podcastmybusiness.com.au. And today we're interviewing Erin from roamgeneration.com. And Erin has had some exciting times and exciting journeys with filming, writing, and adventuring. And I think that's something we can all learn. Uh, how you going, Erin? Hi, good, thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no worries at all. I, what, what, what I liked about your story is that, oh, my God, why would you want to spend two years living on a boat with three kids? <laughs> that's a great question. I found myself asking myself that a few times while we were out there. <laughs> but, no, honestly, it was a, a crazy adventure. It wasn't always easy, but it was the, definitely the best thing that we've ever done. Right, okay. So, and this is the sort of thing I'd, I'd like to explore is, you know, throwing, well, not throwing things away in life, but being brave enough and prepared enough to go and see what's next, especially after the event that we've just had. So what has in, what would inspire others to go and do something like that? Well, all I can say is what inspired me and it's something that everyone pretty much has access to and it was Netflix, crazy, you know, <laughs> believe it or not. So it was uh, a documentary that we watched one night, my husband and I, and it was about the Laura Decker, the youngest girl to ever sail around the world. And somehow that spoke to both of us um, at the same time and we both looked at each other at the end of the documentary and went, wow, let's do it. <laughs> so... You know, it's, it, I think it comes at probably the most unexpected time. But if you feel that light or something that, you know, fires you up, then lean into it, explore it, because that's what life's all about, you know. If, and it's hard, especially after the event that we've just had and how everyone's feeling at the moment. You don't get that feeling often in normal everyday life. So, yeah, I think if you do feel that, then, like I said, really try and explore what that means and how you could find you know a goal to aim towards because of it yeah and well done you've got one in already on a nautical term lean into it so um <laughs> well done didn't even realize <laughs> <laughs> that's all right um so i i did that person did she visit darling harbour at some stage when she was raising funds because i remember a young seller some years ago that I saw at a boating show, I thought I should have supported her. Uh, that's a good question. I can't remember. You know what? I couldn't even tell you what the documentary was about now. It was just a blur. I just know that we both watched it and then afterwards we, two years and two months later, we literally flew out of Australia on one-way tickets and <laughs> never looked back. Um, but are you talking about Jessica Watson maybe? I think thing? that's it, Jessica yeah. Watson. Thank you. Yeah, so she sat around the world as well. She's also a very inspiring young lady. I think she did it at the age of 16, whereas Laura Decker was like 14. Crazy. Wow, that is crazy. Mm. Oh, my God, that's like holy dooly. Yeah. Okay, well, there you go. Cool. All right, so, again, I think this event um, has led to some reprioritization for everybody and some realising that work isn't the only thing um so how do you suggest other people can get more adventurous yeah that's a good question uh look i think it's deep down inside of a lot of people but a lot of people just feel that it's it's not their time or that's it's just not the done thing you know who 
who quits their job or like in our case we both got leave without pay from our job and who does that no one leaves their job because it's just not what you do it's not what society has programmed us to do and it's not what anyone else is doing so it's scary I get that but when you do take that leap and you know it's very cliche and people would have heard it all before but when you step out of your comfort zone that's where all the good stuff happens and I was a regular mum in the suburbs. We were a regular family and honestly it was the last thing that I ever saw us doing. I, You know, if you had told me that we would have lived on a boat and sailed across the Atlantic Ocean, I would never have believed you. But now that I've done that, it's really opened up my mind to the possibilities of, you know, if we can do that, what else can we do? And if I can do that as, as a regular mum, then surely everyone else that's listening can do something, find their, you know, their passion or something that lights them up and excites them. Uh, It doesn't have to be a massive trip. It could be something completely different. But if it pushes you out of your comfort zone, that's usually where you'll, you'll grow and you'll figure out, you know, even if it's a small step, it's a step in the right direction. It grows that circle just a little bit bigger until eventually your circle's so big that, you know, you're, traveling around the world on a boat um but yeah once you get there it's there's no going back well that's it and i mean i think a lot of us have realized that the daily grind there we go another boating reference i knew i'd get that one in (laughs) uh that the daily grind can be soul destroying and the event again has taken that out of people's hands the amount of work they've been able to do and i'm going to Try and come up with something relevant instead of soul destroying. How about let's try and be more soul enriching? Yeah, I like and, that because that is the, yeah, exactly the term that I was using, soul destroying, to describe my, you know, my old job, my old career. And whilst I was happy in my old life, I would never have used that term to describe my life. But definitely my old job was not what, you know, what. Um, excited me at all so turns out going on this uh, awesome adventure and crossing an ocean actually led me to my career that I now you know I'm so excited and passionate about and you know wake up every morning excited to get to work and I would never have believed that those words would have come out of my mouth if I hadn't had gone on that journey on the boat and realized my dream of being a being um, a publicist owning my own public relations agency honestly I wouldn't have even known what that meant uh you know three or four years ago so I've I've come a long way and other people can you've just got to have the courage because that's what it is it's damn scary but take the leap because usually it's all going to work out and good things happen yeah I think that's the key thing and let's let's look at this event as an opportunity rather than something worse than that. Um, for example, I paint and I do paint. Um, I had a, a theme for COVID, of course. Oops, I said I wouldn't mention that word, but anyway, for the event and the art gallery that I um, train at and whatever, wanted to do an exhibition around that theme. I was able to put some in, yeah. but because I'm doing the painting, it's it's another part of the brain and I think that's what, you get to exercise more and that's what's led you to being able to do the PR agency. So tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah. So whilst I was living on our boat, we were in the Caribbean and a 
well, before we left, actually, we were watching a YouTube channel every night, you know, every every, every opportunity we got called SV Delos, Sailing Vessel Delos, and they were this crew of, you know, young 20, 30-somethings sailing around the world and just basically living the dream and they became like our mentors or, you know, we, we aspired to live that kind of lifestyle. So when we arrived in the Caribbean, one of the first people we bumped into were them, which, you know, another serendipitous moment. There were so many of those things in the lead up and in, even during our trip that it couldn't have been a coincidence. You know, it's one of those things, put it out into the universe. Bit we were again, wouldn't have probably believed it until I've now experienced it myself so many times. Um, but, yeah, so we bumped into SV Delos, the crew, and kind of became friends with them. And as we were sailing up the island chain in the Caribbean, we kept bumping into them. And um, I noticed how busy they seemed to be and I was interested in writing an article about it. By this stage I decided that I was going to be a writer. Again, don't have any experience as a writer but decided that's what I'm going to do because I want to make money while we're sailing and I'm meeting meeting all these interesting people and I want to share their story. So I wrote an article about them and several other YouTube channels who were sailing the world and putting out these videos, inspiring thousands of people. Um, But I was interested to find out just how hard it was because it kind of is something that we entertained, you know, should we start a YouTube channel? I certainly don't think that anyone would want to watch me in a bikini every day, but who knows, maybe they would. (laughs) Um, And, you know, three bratty boys on a boat, not my idea of good watching. So anyway, we never started a YouTube channel. But another thing that I learned from talking to them was that it was really, really hard work and they were working a good 50 hours a week, recording, editing, um, promoting themselves, doing social media. And I was like, I need to figure out a way to help these guys because the way that they helped us achieve our dream was like insurmountable. They were the inspiration that we needed to keep going week after week, month after month, even though sometimes we both wanted to quit. Luckily it was never at the same time, my husband and I. And so I was like, I need to figure out a way that they can keep going because they need to keep inspiring all these people because what they're doing in my eyes was awesome. So I just kind of approached them and said, hey, would you like help? Can I help do some social media, help, you know, write articles about you, do some PR? And, yeah, to my surprise, they were like, hell yeah. So I started working for them and then that kind of just uh, you know, snowballed and blossomed into uh, getting other clients and um, eventually deciding that my niche would be working with inspiring mission-driven organisations, adventurers and marine brands and experts because that's what I've figured out that I loved and working with people that, you know, you look up to or that you respect is so nice and I've I've never really experienced that before. I've my prior job was in the government and that you didn't ever get that real satisfaction in your work. But now knowing that I'm, you know, I'm helping people to live their dream, which in turn is allowing me to live my dream, which will be to return to our boat once the event is over. Um, That, you know, that's, that's everything to me. So yeah, really, really like amazed at how it all worked out and, very excited about the future as well. 
Yeah, it's interesting. I, I did look up sailing SV Delos as you mentioned them, mm. and they've got a catchphrase that I like, buy us a beer. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not their catchphrase, but that is something they say at the end of their videos because they make a living um, partly through YouTube but partly through the crowdfunding um, program called Patreon. So if you buy them a beer, essentially you're allowing them to continue to sail around the world and inspire people. And I know people, a lot of people probably don't agree with the crowdfunding element, but honestly when you see how hard they work and the value that provide that they are providing to people like me who you know, kind of watched their videos and went, hell yeah, I want to go live this life too, then you, you really do see that they are earning their money. Mm, fair enough too. Mm. Now, um, I always like to ask guests for some tips. So what sort of PR tips um, would you like to share today? Well, I know that not everyone, um, you know, has the money or wants to pay for someone to work for them in their PR, like a PR agency. But you can do PR yourself as well. So it is time consuming and obviously, you know, the PR professionals have a few um, other tips and tricks up our sleeves and we also have contacts. But it is possible for you to build your own contacts. So public relations is is all about building relationships. Um, so my tip would be to Google your competitors, see if they've had any press hits look at the kinds of articles that they've had and the places that they have been featured and then take note of who the journalist is who wrote that article and then try and connect with them on social media. Share their stories, like their their articles that they release, um, comment on the, the things that they release maybe on LinkedIn or Twitter and start to build that relationship and then uh, once you're confident that you've got a good story that would interest them with the right pitch angle, send them an email and pitch them, you know, who you are and what you're doing. Keep it short, keep it sweet and keep it really uh, to the point and hopefully they will be interested in writing a story about you as well. Mm. I know that frequently journalists gobble up stories and just run them without doing barely anything to them. Um, so that's pretty handy as well. Yeah, that's right. You can write a press release, although not many people uh, in PR world kind of use press releases that much anymore. But uh, if you if you write a really um, to the point, you know, precise email to them, make it easy for them. That's really the key is if they have to really do as little work as possible by ringing you and having a quick interview, they're going to be happy to run the story, make a Dropbox, send the photos, you know, attach it. Don't put attachments but, you know, embed it into the article. Make their life easy basically is definitely one of the, the tips. Fantastic. Okay, Erin, look, thanks very much for that. Anything else you'd like to add? No, not really. Uh, I just want people, well, <laughs> I said no but now I'm saying something. Um, <laughs> it's, it's all very cliché but it's true. Put yourself out there, connect with people. I think that was one of the things I discovered uh, both in my business and our trip was being willing to ask for help. People want to help you. People are excited if you're trying to, you know, emulate their lifestyle. So ask for help, make connections, um, create conversations, 
start threads on on Facebook asking about things because people will start to notice that you know you're a change maker and that you want to do something different and they'll be wanting to get on board to help you so put yourself out there and do it because it's it's um it's life-changing and I don't regret for a second what we did on our trip and now being able to find uh, a new career that really excites me and I hope that other people can do the same. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And, again, I encourage everyone after this event to see if there's other things that you want to do or you can do. Just be brave. Just get out there. And now on your website there you can download Stand Out in the Crowd. Um, that is available for download at roamgeneration.com. That's right. Yeah, if people are unsure about, you know, what their who their target audience is or what story angles they have to share or really what makes them different, download that, answer some questions, do some really deep soul searching as to, you know, who you are and what you want to do, what you want to contribute to the world and you, you never know what you might find. And then if you want any further help with PR, definitely give me a shout and um, I love nothing more than sharing the stories of people that are living in a unique way or uh, even businesses, authors, all different types of people. If you think that what you're doing is inspiring, then I'm sure other people will too and I would love to help share those stories. Great. Okay. Well, look, um, like hopefully we can all live unconventionally and um, keep growing and enjoying ourselves. All right. Thanks very much, Erin. Thank you so much.